0: When you get to a point where you might not want to be here anymore yeah, um, and then you overcome that, you're free of all those things because you're like, fuck it, I'm going to die anyways. Right. Like one day you're going to die. Right. So you're not going to care about what other people thought about you or what they said or their judgments or opinions on you. So you know what? I came here to this earth. I chose to come here. I thought it would be so dope. Like (laughs) the divine version of me, right? The spirit that's within was like, I want to go to earth and I want to taste and touch and feel and see and experience. And I know that I have gifts I can bring into this world that are going to be incredible and helpful. And so reminding myself of that and getting back into the divine essence of who I am, Allowed me to embrace me because I'm like, I'm literally on purpose. I am on purpose for a purpose.
1: Welcome to Black Belt Beauty Radio, a podcast fueled by a passion to support your journey in developing your most beautiful and optimal performance in life. Each episode is driven with the intention to elevate your mind. When we elevate our mind, we elevate our life. So get ready, it's time to rise. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Black Belt Beauty Radio. I am so, 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 so excited about this week's guest. I've got my girl, Emily Hayden, back on the show for you. And like the first episode with her, which was several years ago at this point, this one is going to serve your hearts and your minds some serious fire because that's what Emily does. Emily is just an incredible woman, first of all. Let's say that she is a entrepreneur, she's an athlete, she was a um, competitive IFBB Pro bikini competitor, a beautiful fitness model, a badass podcaster and coach, just a really pro- prolific, incredibly driven, beautiful woman. And, you know, there's a lot of reasons I love Emily her, from her heart to her spirit, her authenticity. Something I really love about her is her ability to be vulnerable her courage that allows her to live from her authentic self and also to lead and inspire others so authentically through their own evolution. Emily has overcome some serious dark moments in her life and and you're gonna learn a lot about them in, in this episode. She's done it with so much grace. It's truly admirable. And like the butterfly that is branded into her brand, Emily's done an incredible job of just allowing herself to transform and to evolve, to, you know, be on the journey of herself, capital S-E-L-F, and do it with compassion, do it with presence, to be very intentional about how she's evolving to the beautiful woman that she is. So in this episode, some of, some, because there are so many, some of the highlights are how to unlock your true purpose by releasing outside expectations and validation. Ways to harmonize your masculine and feminine energies so that you can live with more alignment and harmony. We talk about Emily's daily non-negotiable rituals that allow her to connect with her authentic self. We talk about why self-judgment restricts our personal freedom and how you can cultivate more peace and break away from that. We discuss how to shift your self-identity through radical honesty and acceptance to live from your highest self, to live out your fullest expression. And like I said, that's just some. This is a really potent, powerful episode. I do hope that you can just take it all in and, you know, let the wisdom and let the honesty that comes out of this talk just sink into your hearts. You know, it takes a very brave human to just be so honest with themselves. Like any one of you, you know, right now, just having the courage to face yourself so that, you know, you can actually make any kind of change that you really want to make in your life. Like I commend you because it takes a lot of courage. And obviously that's a big part of the conversation always on this podcast. And I think Emily... It's such a beautiful example of a human that is so devoted to doing that and to live authentically. So please do enjoy this episode with her. If you've not already given this podcast a five-star rating review, it would mean the world to me and my team if you just took a quick moment to go into the show notes. So wherever you're watching this, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, there are show notes there. There is a link. If you just scroll down, you will find it and it just it takes two minutes but it does so much for the podcast Um, any information that you would like on emily from her instagram to her website she's got incredible retreats coming up hawaii and iceland um, anywhere that you want to connect with her her podcast all of that information can also be found in the show notes. And please do share this episode up on your IG stories. Tag Emily. Tag me. If you're watching it on YouTube, comment on the episode. Let us know some of your, you know, favorite takeaways. We love hearing from you, me, and the guests. It's, you know, the whole goal is to keep the conversation going. So please do use your voice. Show up and let let us see you. Let us hear you. All right, you guys, enjoy this beautiful conversation with my girl Emily Hayden. Um, with a crystal in my hand. Uh-huh. <laughs> of course. Well, no. So, um, I, I, just to share this with you, the, how I was saying the other day, I went to see one of my favorite bands of all yes. time. So I'm wearing their, one of their concert shirts, Depeche Mode. I love it. And I'm, I literally still feel like I'm fucking on Venus. Cause mm. that's where I went mm. at their show. And I've seen them a handful of times already. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Every time I see them, and I was front row this time, it's a oh. Timo Brewery and it was so it's oh, great. <laughs> like it's just the, the the feeling. This is actually a great segue because uh-huh. it's this it's a it's a sensation of being so fucking liberated mm. in the moment. Mm-hmm. If there's any kind of perfect blissful moment of being a human, mm. for me personally, it's that that moment that moment there in Depeshone and it that that brings me kind of drawing us into the conversation now mm-hmm. when i think about you and where you are now in your life because this is your second time on the podcast which is so exciting right yes. uh it was i can't remember exactly i think it was 4 years ago or 3 years ago mm-hmm. Um, that I had you on episode 61 or three, correct? Wow. Correct. I know. So long ago. <laughs> so long ago, but it was, I will say this, because I, I just listened to it again recently just to, you know, take it back in before we sat down and do this. Oh my God. It, first of all, I fucking love you. I loved Aww. you, then. Oh. And it was so. Thank you. you. I felt I felt me loving you then. I mean, wow. I knew it, but to hear it back, it was very like, no, nah, this girl, like, I clicked with you mm. right there, yeah, right, right then and there. Um, but it was so special to to take you in mm. where you mm. were at that stage of your life. And I will tell you, I think because I know you and I, you know, we we've recently like just come back together and we've had some conversations prior to this, um. You know, even though so much has changed for you, and we're gonna dig into a lot of that, there's the, the what I what I gathered from you from that first conversation was I, I don't feel like it was this. Um, it's not this like super contrasting situation with where you are now. It was so beautiful and powerful. Like you are powerful, mm-hmm. straight up. Mm-hmm. And it's, it feels like your natural evolution mm-hmm. that, <laughs> perfect, <laughs> I didn't mean to do that, but kind of fit in perfect. Um, The natural progression and evolution from where you were then to where you are now, to me as a woman in my forties too. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I've got some years on. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, she's fucking right on time.
0: Wow, You're right wow. on time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm so I'm excited <laughs> to just like peel back however many layers we can in this (laughs) conversation and get more of you and your essence and your frequency. Mm. I mean, we could start with what's on your heart right now. Wow. Oh my goodness.
0: (laughs) I love you so much. (laughs) I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for that beautiful reflection. And you being a little bit further down your path than I am, it means a lot to me for you to say that to me and to say that I'm right on time. And I feel like that was a timely message that I needed to hear as well. So just thank you so much. Welcome. What is on my heart right now? Oh, it's a reframing of what feels like fear from going all in. Ooh. (laughs) That's so good. And so I've really recognized in my life that often the feeling of fear, it sometimes is just misplaced excitement for the Mm -hmm. unknown. No, I'm, I'm getting chills thinking about it. I'm stoked. Mm-hmm. for the unknown. Because mm-hmm. I know that that's where all of my greatest growth has come from in beautiful moments. Yeah. I don't doubt that it's going to be hard. I don't doubt that I'll have some missteps and a lot of lessons learned and things like that. Yeah. But like I'm here and I'm in one piece. Like I've yeah. made it through a hundred percent of the hardest things that I've gone through in life. Yes. So I have a lot of excitement because I think this is one of the first times that I'm putting like all of my cards out there and I'm going all in on my dreams and everything that I've always wanted to do in my life. There's no more waiting, no more looking for someone to do it with me or mm-hmm. someone to come help my situation. Like I had to really get to a point of realizing nobody is coming to save me. Mm-hmm. Nobody is coming to help me. Like I am the one that has to go all in on me yeah. if I want a chance at this life that I've envisioned and I believe you can envision a life, if you can see it, if you see it in your dreams, when you close your eyes and you ask yourself, what's on my own heart? What are those dreams? What are those visions? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I think if you can see it, it's because there is that version of your life out there. It's like, it's already happening. It's like, we're on this journey on this path. Mm -hmm. And it's, it literally already exists on that path. And Mm -hmm. once you can see it, You just start taking these little baby steps towards it. And then eventually it's your reality.
1: And you look at it and you're like, oh my gosh, this is happening. (laughs) I firmly agree. And I think, you know, so a couple of things, it's so interesting because I mean, those baby steps um, are really like the, my interpretation are, it's the whispers from your heart. It's your soul speaking to you. It's your Mm -hmm. intuition, right? Mm -hmm. All of the above. And it's a not easy for a lot of people to even hear that or B, perhaps hear it, but then respond to it. So you're actually saying, A, I hear you, Mm. B, I choose to take action upon Mm. what I'm receiving. That's one thing. But what's the other thing I wanted to point out, which is so interesting is, you know, for anybody who's known you for a long time, who's been following you, um, it's interesting that you, how you say, like, I'm, I'm officially going all in because, even if you were to go back to our first episode, it's like, well, everything about you is fucking all in back then too. (laughs) My interpretation, and I'd love for you just to to hear what you think about this and, you know, to share more about it. But I feel like perhaps, you know, in those earlier years, right? Just relating to my, our our connection back Mm -hmm. then, right? Where you were back then. It was a lot of, it was a lot of push, Mm. Whereas now you're in a lot of flow. Mm. So there's so much more surrendering <laughs> happening. So you were all in back then, but it was this push, go, hard, you know, we can say hyper masculine energy. Yeah. And whereas now it's it's like you, you're literally you know, and you're, and you're doing it intentionally. You're not, you're not just like, Oh, you know, all caution to the wind. So, (laughs) you know, there's intelligence, there's wisdom, there Mm. is, you know, some Mm. rational thinking happening. Mm. However, I feel like it's, you're actually more irrational now. Mm. This is the feminine coming in. This is the surrender and the Mm. intuitive. And you're like, you know what? I don't fucking know what I know. Yes. And I'm just going to go <laughs> yes. to see what I know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love your
0: observations because it's spot on. You know, yeah. you're right. Back then I was all in and I was all in in the way that I knew how to be. And it was a lot of doing, a lot of um excellence and making this happen. And granted, like excellence is just a part of my DNA. Like I always want to be great at whatever it is that I'm doing. I'm always going to seek to be better. That will never leave. It's a great attribute. I'm so thankful for it. But yes, I have so tapped into more of my feminine side and more of the flow. And what I realized is that there is divine wisdom within,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: right? So sometimes we think that in our masculine, we are crossing our T's and dotting our I's and we are like conceptually being the smartest with all these decisions, right? Yeah. yeah. But there's this like inner divine wisdom that is inside ready to guide us Mm -hmm. at every moment. So for me, the practice has been honestly getting out of my head, getting out of the doing Mm -hmm. and getting into the feeling and the being and accessing that divine wisdom. And I'm not perfect at it. Like Mm -hmm. I'm definitely way more in my feminine and in my flow and I'm tapping into that. But I find myself sometimes slipping back into the hyper-masculine and the get it done and fill out these forms. And, yeah. you know, and all of a sudden it's a lot to do and it's a lot on my plate, like realistically. yeah And so I can fall into that. So the practice for me has just been recognizing, okay, I just spent, you know, three, four hours doing some very heavily action oriented things. Yeah. And I need to do a five minute breathwork session. Mm-hmm. I need to do a five minute stretch in the sunshine with my puppies, which is what I did right before I came here. Oh,
1: perfect. <laughs> you know, I yes. just these
0: little practices to bring myself back to my body and my center and to access that divine it's really yeah. beautiful when you start to listen yes you know even yeah. my journaling practice has really evolved over time it was before and I've even created a journal I love journaling right love that um, it was a lot of uh, thinking and doing, meaning like I know what I'm journaling about, and mm-hmm. I'm the one like writing all the words, right? Mm-hmm. And now my practice has evolved so much. I actually wrote in your journal this morning, mm-hmm. which I absolutely love. like thank you. So blessed by that. I was That's writing so in it the other day too, and it's uh, really, really beautiful. Thank and it's you. perfect for the season that I'm in. I'm just ah, that <laughs> so was blessed nice. by it. Yeah, yes. so I was I was writing in it, and this time, I stopped. And I paused and I just listened and I was like, oh, that's what I need to write down. So I wrote that down I'm like, OK, well, what else? What, what else from that? And I was able to get answers and clarity and realize that like if I get so caught up in the doing and the lists and the tasks mm-hmm. that I'm not truly listening and if I'll just take a pause, a break from all that stuff and I'll truly listen from within, mm-hmm. I can be reminded that I'm OK, I'm on the right path and I'm right where I need to be.
1: It's so true, and you know, I think what happens is, and I and I so relate to this, especially in my own upbringing as well. It's it's somewhat of a survival mechanism, and yes. it really works. It, and it, 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 does. It, it works well for <laughs> would recommend to survive. <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> what I think happens is that we get comfortable trying to control, mm. and that's the masculine. That's the you know, I've, I've got this Mm, right. mm -hmm. That's beautiful. That's powerful. So it's, it's not to dismiss that, Mm -hmm. but what you're beautifully sharing is, but that's not the whole picture. Yes. We need harmony. Yes. So when you let go of the, you know, constant need to grip Mm -hmm. and to control, that's when you open up and Mm -hmm. you allow, so even like in the journaling, Rather than I'm just going to, you know, you you actually like streamline, uh, you know, your consciousness. You just allowed your consciousness to come mm. through. Your heart actually has a brain, which is so fascinating. I don't know if you knew that, but it's like. That's it's, wild. It's scientifically fucking fascinating and spiritually profound. But it also makes a lot of sense. Yes, totally. why, like, you know, it's yes. so cool. And so like when your mind and your heart are working together, mm. I believe that this is where you are living from your highest power and can access your highest self mm. to carry you forward in your life and i feel like that's really that's where you're at now that's you know and and you're just getting deeper into it mm. i actually I want to read something. Um, okay. Hopefully, I won't fuck this up. But <laughs> <laughs> by the way, I love observing the polarity of
0: you in real time. Like you have your like oh. deep, you know, masculine and your feminine, <laughs> like
1: always together. And I love it. Like Thank the way you. that it just yes, it's so fun to watch. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it just I don't know. It just happens naturally with it. I always like my poetic way to say it is that um, I'm more edge meets curve. Love that. It's so I, it's so like delicious. Yes. I love that. Like as a writer, it's so satisfying when you get to these. Be, and speaking of writing, like what mm. I'm about to read, this is um, a post of yours and I, I fucking love the writing in it. So I, oh, I don't want to fuck it you. up. But so starts with saying a full fuck yes and nothing mm. less. At the beginning of this year, I decided to go all in, all in on every single dream, thought and vision that I could see within myself, all in to bring those things into reality. That way, if December 31st, 2023 was my last day on this earth or any day in 2023, on the way there, I would look back like, holy smokes, I actually did it. I lived fully and authentically as me. I truly experienced what this life and beautiful earth has to offer. I gave myself permission to fail. I gave myself the freedom to go and experience life. I gave myself the love and acceptance I always desired because the truth is, even if I never changed, I came into this world worthy of love and I will Leave this experience just as worthy. I fucking love this part, right? (laughs) Don't follow me if you're looking for someone who's got it figured out or who's hitting the mark all the time or being some idealized person. Follow me if you want to laugh through the chaos, Mm. learn together through the pain, and evolve as we experience the fullness of what Mm. this human experience has to offer. I have too much curiosity to fit in any box you may try to put me in. I have questions. Mm. So many questions. And I understand that by not simply taking someone else's word for it, that I'm going to fall and get bruised and bleed sometimes. I'm simply willing to bleed. The journey of truth, which is really what I'm on, is something I'm willing to die for. Mm -hmm. I can guarantee you, or I can guarantee you, I'm going to take some wrong turns. Mm -hmm. I'm also going to guarantee you that I won't stop me from finding my way. Mm -hmm. I'm simply willing to fuck around and find out.
0: (laughs) Yes, like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I needed that right now. Yeah. Wow. Fuck Yeah,
1: it's wow. so powerful.
0: And how wild oh is my it goodness. that you just shared that caption where I talk about going all in and yeah. I just don't even I didn't have that on my mind. And that's what I happen to share with you. Oh, well, you
1: I'll just my, you another little fun <laughs> share, like just like my little notes. Like there is this um, what did I say? Oh, a life of being rewarded for doing versus being. So, just back up. Like when you're talking about all the doing, in my mind, I'm just kind of. Isn't that so fun? Of course. I mean, I had no doubt. Of course, <laughs>
0: I would expect nothing less with us.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but this this post. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, we we've touched on it a bit, but if you want to pull on that thread a little bit more, mm-hmm. and maybe even bring our audience just into like where you currently are, and like how you're navigating mm-hmm. your epic life and you know, in in maybe kind of sharing some of the details of, of, of what this actually looks like mm. in Emily's going all in day-to-day life. Because it is really fucking amazing.
0: Thank you. Yeah. I think that it's important to share a little bit about what got me there. Mm-hmm. Because that post with the, that amount of strong conviction and willing to F around and find out does not come from nothing.
1: Yeah, true.
0: I spent a lot of my life always doing my best, right? Always being myself. However, I found that I started to allow other people's beliefs about how I should be, how I should act um, to to impact me. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it impacted the way that I showed up. And I went through a lot of really difficult lessons in my life that um, I really stopped using my voice. I stopped using my voice. I kind of shut down a little bit. I was quiet. I stayed back in the corner. And maybe people didn't really recognize this because I was still showing up in my podcast interviews and things like that, but I really shut down a lot of myself. And where that led me was a really dark path and a really hard path to where, earlier you were mentioning how um, admirable it was that I'm listening to my higher self. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There were lots of moments where I did not listen. Yeah, So much so that that voice within was screaming at me mm. in the form of pain, yeah. screaming at me to make changes in my life, screaming at me to be brave enough to be myself and allow other people to be offended by it,
1: Yeah,
0: right? So I just, I got to a really hard place and I just decided that I wasn't going to live like that anymore, that I was going to live life a different way, that I was going to live life as the fullest expression of me, And no matter what that meant, no matter where that led me, I knew that I'd be okay and that I'd get through it. So this post comes from just a very long and a very deep journey of uh, silencing myself, playing small, uh, filtering parts of myself so that people would feel comfortable around me. Mm -hmm. And all of those things led to a miserable existence.
1: Yeah, I mean, anything, anytime you're saying... to your authentic self, this is why I'm such an advocate. It's such a core piece of everything in my work. All what, what I talk about, and write about. But anytime you put your authentic self in the closet, I mean, that's what you're doing. You're but literally yeah. saying, "Shut up, you don't matter. Quiet, I can't listen to you. You don't even exist right mm. now." It sounds very. I'm I'm strategic. I'm like intentionally being very um, dramatic about totally. the words, but that is the energy. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, clearly you you were feeling yes. that right. Yes and it's it's so you know some i mean i i believe that we're all here to express ourselves mm-hmm. like self expression is mm-hmm. part of if, if for me personally it's like the whole point
0: totally you know, right yeah
1: I, and for you yeah no you i, I was just going to say you are someone who you have so much inside to express i think it's it's mm-hmm. your greatest contribution to this world mm-hmm. so that must have really fucked mm-hmm. you up
0: it did yeah
1: It did. I was at the darkest
0: point of my entire
1: life, wondering
0: if I wanted to continue life. And getting to that point was the biggest blessing because now I live in freedom. When you get to a point where you might not want to be here anymore.
1: Yeah.
0: um, And then you overcome that, you're free of all those things because you're like, fuck it. I'm going to die anyways. Right. Like one day you're going to die. Right. So you're not going to care about what other people thought about you or what they said or their judgments or opinions on you. So you know what? I came here to this earth. I chose to come here. I thought it would be so dope. Like (laughs) the divine version of me, right? The spirit that's within was like, I want to go to earth and I want to taste and touch and feel and see and experience. And I know that I have gifts I can bring into this world that are going to be incredible and helpful. And so reminding myself of that and getting back into the divine essence of who I am allowed me to embrace me because I'm like, I'm literally on purpose. I am on purpose for a purpose.
1: I I, I will send, I'm going to text you. I'm going to text you that that's one of my affirmations. No way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't surprise me because we, <laughs> we we really are aligned in so many ways and it's, it's beautiful, but um, I love hearing that from mm-hmm. you. And I love, I love feeling the conviction and everything that mm-hmm. you you're sharing. What I want to ask you, because I think it could be really helpful to, to, you know, whoever's listening that mm-hmm. may be feeling maybe they're at that like rock mm-hmm. bottom point, but When you said I made the decision, Mm -hmm. like basically, fuck this. I'm Mm going to be me. I'm going to choose me. I'm going to, I'm, you know, what, can you talk about that moment? Mm Because I think it could be really, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to be fully
0: transparent here and just Yeah, always. Yeah. 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 I was fantasizing about not being here. Yeah. I really was in that place and it was so much and it was taking up so much of my time that I got angry with myself and I said, shit or get off the pot. It's like, okay, well, are you happy with how you lived your life this year? No. Have you given all the gifts that you've been aware of for a very long time? Have you given it all to the world? No. Are there more experiences that you wish to have in this world? More sights you want to see? More of earth that you wish to experience? Fuck yes. Okay, then go do those things first. And this was that internal thought. This was that internal chatter. So what I did was I just, and I'm not saying that this is what other people should do. My therapist looked at me and was like, if that's what you need to get out of the dark spot, send it. (laughs) But I, you know, you tell there wasn't much approval. It was just like, whatever you need in this moment. (laughs) But like, I needed to flip a switch some way. And for myself personally, that's the only way I could get myself to flip the switch and take that off the table. Mm -hmm. All that fantasizing, it needed to be gone. Like it was all-consuming. So in that moment, I said, okay, then go do those things first. Go experience all those things first and no more thinking about this, talking about this, fantasizing about this, none. Like I'm fed up with my own stuff, right? Like no more. So I said, okay. And then I also, the other part of that decision was asked myself, I was like, what would happen if I took all of the energy that I was giving to literally everyone else and all the resources and everything? Like Energy, time, resources, finances. What if I gave all of that to myself? What would happen? And I was like, That's an idea. That's a lot. I was like, That's a lot of energy. That's a lot of energy. That's a lot of time. That's a lot of mental and emotional and in every kind of way. What would happen? Yeah. I was like, Let's find out. And so January 1st, I said, mm-hmm. All right. And I went to the gym and I ate. And that doesn't seem like a big deal, especially being a professional athlete. People know me for being on top of my shit. Yeah. I was in such a dark place. I was not training and I literally couldn't even force feed myself and I was trying. So this switch that I was able to flip Mm -hmm. allowed me to flip that switch and just step into the actions. And it's not like day one. I was like, oh, I feel better and happy and positive again. Yeah. It was like I made the decision. And this entire year, I'm going to do what I said I came here to do. I'm going to be me authentically and fully because, fuck it, I almost just died, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Right? Right. Like, I'm here, and I feel like I got this, like, second chance at life. Yeah. And at the same time, of course, I'm addressing, um working with my healers every single week, and I'm working on, you know, trauma and healing and all these things yeah. that I need to be working and healing from. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing the work. And when I'm doing it, I'm not showing up being cute about it. Yeah. Like, yeah mask off. Anything that's like a barrier is thrown, thrown off, lit in the fire, like, you know, disintegrated. And I'm like, here I am. Here's all my shit. Let's address it and let's heal from it. Darkness. You want to, you want to chat? Let's go. Yeah. Like, let's go. Love it. <laughs> you know, like love it. I, so doing the work, showing up for
1: myself, putting all of that energy into myself, mm-hmm. literally saved my life. So powerful, and I think you know. For those who don't know you, again, like it's also. I just want to insert this, you know, your your childhood and your upbringing. Like you, you, you come from fucking hard knocks. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't have this because you know it could be easy, like looking at this True. gorgeous woman who's got you know. But like, no, you, you, you're a fighter. Mm-hmm. You have fought and and you mm-hmm. have done so well for yourself in so many ways. But there, there has been just giving more context to mm-hmm. you. You know, mm-hmm. there, there's a lot more than, you know, um, even just a moment of internal, like what you just shared, your internal battles, you know? Everything just adds up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't get there just by no reason. Right. I want to ask you, because I know that, um, because you are a professional athlete, Mm -hmm. you know, bodybuilding, and um, I'm just curious, when, when that really dark moment was happening for you, were you... Where were you health wise? Because I know that you 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 went through some health issues, like mm-hmm. with your hormones, and you know mm-hmm. body bodybuilding. For those who don't know, I mean that's it is rough. It's hard on your body,
0: and I did twenty one shows. It's so gnarly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It is a lot. Um, Health-wise, I was actually doing good. I was doing better than I had done in a long time. Yeah. But it was um, a few major key things, intimate relationships, Mm. uh, a lot of family things going on. Also, I had a lack of boundaries in different areas, and I had an inability to hold a boundary when someone would continuously break the boundary. Oh, So I was over giving myself in every kind of way, like just draining the fuck out of myself. Yeah. So it's clear like why I got to where I got. Yeah. Um, But I had to go through all of that to then learn and to know, to respect myself, honor myself. Um, and to
1: not need anyone else's validation for literally anything that I do. It's perfect. That takes me because I wanted to ask you, what would you say is your relationship with self-confidence now in comparison to, again, just kind of going back to before, um, because, you know, I mean, listen for a beautiful woman, a powerful woman who's standing on stage, like, Hey, Mm -hmm. everybody, like you can go ahead and fucking have a look. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like I am chasing excellence up here. Yes. Um you know there there was there was absolutely true self confidence mm-hmm. back then but yeah. i'm curious like what's the mm-hmm. difference in that relationship now that's such a good question and
0: my self confidence now comes from the awareness that if it's anything external if the confidence comes from anything external all of those things can be broken changed lost taken away uh yet There's been a lot of things in my life that have broken the physical avatar of Emily. However, looking back and realizing that the divine energy within, she gets stronger every single time. And she literally never breaks. Even at the lowest of the low, she wasn't breaking. She was like in a training session getting stronger. (laughs) And now like overcoming that, realizing that like that divine part of me is always within. Mm-hmm. I am literally unfuckwithable.
1: Yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's so good. You know, that's, that's, that is the big mission, you know, with, with all the women that I'm supporting, it's to mm-hmm. help you become unbreakable mm-hmm. and unbreakable for me. It doesn't mean that you don't feel pain. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean you don't, you know, face discomfort and real challenge. No, you're, you you're, you're going to get your ass whooped a lot actually mm-hmm. But your spirit will never be broken mm. when you create that relationship with yourself, because you got you the whole way through. And I love too that you point out, you know, the external piece, because it is true. I I feel that even if it's something positive, let's just say you have like the best partner, mm-hmm. and he, you know, he's everything, and he just makes you always just affirms the goddess that you are in every yeah. fucking way. Yeah. But let's just say tragically something happens mm. and now he's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, but you didn't cultivate that feeling within yourself. So, so mm-hmm. the feeling like you were so reliant on his, mm-hmm. you know, affirmations and mm-hmm. love and, you know, now he's not there. Mm-hmm. Like what? so I always say like the only variable that doesn't change in life is you are in you until you're out of here. Yep. So it's probably a good fucking idea to get into a really powerful yeah. relationship like yeah. you are doing with yourself. What, yeah. what, what would you say is like, I mean, aside from obviously just you naturally moving through your life and every day being a new day, which mm-hmm. is going to, I think, continue to fortify that relationship. Is there anything maybe more ritualistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah,
0: I, I love this question. I love all your questions.
1: No, thank you. <laughs> so
0: there's a few things that I've done that I feel have really helped me in my relationship with myself. I remember uh, there was one time I was meditating and I'm literally just like random afternoon meditating on a couch. I don't really expect much other than to like maybe quiet my mind. And I'm meditating, going into like the depths within myself. And I like see the galaxy within and I like I my awareness popped open and I was like, there is so much more in here than <laughs> yeah. I even realized, you know, and I've always been really drawn to the galaxy and space and energy and all of those things. Right. Mm-hmm. So to like have this visual experience where I feel like as I'm focusing on the inward depths of my soul that I saw that. I was like, okay, I need to get more still and I need to practice stillness and presence because it's giving me access to something that I haven't really accessed before. Mm -hmm. I remember I did a one-on-one breathwork session and I've done multiple, but I always get something different. And this one time I just was really still and really present after the session in my meditation part of it, like right after the breathwork. And I felt power within. And I said- The guy asked afterwards, what did you guys realize? Like share in in a few words. And I just said, I'm powerful. And I was aware of this powerful creative force that is literally within me at all times. Uh, A float tank. I did a float tank once and I was able to just listen and receive responses I after the float tank actually went past a mirror and looked at myself, but not in a vain way, and not like in a oh look at that booty, even though it does look great. it looks fucking like awesome, <laughs> girl. <Straight laughs> worked up. a very long <laughs> time to build a little booty. <laughs> that is a talented <laughs> booty for sure. <laughs> Easy to do that, but you know, Respect. it's not the one where you like are just looking at yourself. Yeah, like, I caught something, and I, I looked back at the mirror, and I was like looking within my eyes to my soul, and I saw her. And I looked back and I I felt like I actually was like looking at the divine being within for the first time in my entire life. It was so beautiful. And I like even looked different to myself. Mm -hmm. Not even a week later, one of my healers goes, you look different. And I said, thank you. I feel different.
1: I've been journaling my entire life and it's helped me to develop the most empowered, loving and trusted relationship with myself. Journaling is a powerful tool that helps you to gain more self-love and self-confidence. It can help you get unstuck when you need clarity the most. And it helps you to powerfully move through any and all of your life challenges. It's a pathway to manifesting your biggest desires in life while creating an unbreakable relationship with your authentic self. I created You Are The Path, a guided and illustrated journal to help you gain all of this in your own life. In this 7x10 mystical journal, you get a personal introduction and final thoughts message from me, seven guided and illustrated sections with lined pages and five thought-provoking journal prompts, seven empowering quotes from me, you get one freestyle creative section full of blank pages for drawing and sketching, and you get the beautiful artwork designed by talented artist, Emerald Pachet. There are 120 pages of pure possibilities waiting for you in this journal. You Are The Path was born to help you create, discover, and illuminate the path that is you. Anytime you wanna change your reality, there's there's really only one way to do it. You have to shift your identity. Mm. Shifting your identity is, it's not just, oh, I'm Roxy, I'm this podcast host, I'm a writer, whatever it's actually what I believe about myself, right? Mm, It's so good. Your your core beliefs, your, Mm. you know, um, core desires. I mean, there's Mm -hmm. there's a whole framework actually that I've created around your, I call it your self-identity ecosystem, right? Mm -hmm. Your core attributes and all this. When you were able to capture yourself in that beautiful moment, that Mm -hmm. powerful moment, it sounds like there was a shift Mm -hmm. that unfolded within and then that shift because that now you're seeing yourself and you're feeling yourself mm-hmm. from that lens mm-hmm. you're you're exuding that frequency and that mm-hmm. energy and that essence out so then it makes sense that you would receive Right, right, right. How, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's beautiful.
0: <laughs> it's like, and yeah. it's so true. I love, I love that you mentioned energy is everything that when you want to change your reality, change like your identity in the form of like you're saying the, the deep rooted beliefs that you have about yourself. Yes. And going back to like the energy part of it, mm-hmm. it's like sometimes you have to cultivate that energy to be able to change your frequency yeah. in order to take on a new belief about yourself. So sometimes it's hard identifying what those beliefs are because they just feel like, oh, I have black hair. It's just a fact. Right. And it's like, well, actually, I dye my hair, number one. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But it's but it's like same thing with your beliefs. It's like you're dyeing that truth and you're not really realizing the true truth that's underneath that.
1: Okay, so this is perfect. God, we are aligned. (laughs) We are so aligned. Well, because one thing that's so important to dig into with you is authenticity Mm. and really like your relationship with your authentic self Mm. and self-honesty, because I I don't even want to say anything about it. Everybody always hears me talk about this shit. I want you to speak about it because especially where you are now and just, you know, your, Mm -hmm. yeah, your relationship with self-honesty and your authentic self. Mm, This is good.
0: (laughs) I was avoiding journaling like two days ago. And at first it was like, oh, I need to journal. And I'm like not doing everything else but journaling. And then I caught myself and I was like, I'm literally avoiding this. Like, why am I avoiding this? What is it that I'm avoiding? So I like forced myself to sit down and I face these things. Right. And what I had to do was get deeply authentic with myself and realize where these limiting beliefs came from. And for me to do that, like I'm simply willing to face the truth no matter what it is, no matter how hard it is. I've always loved truth. Like truth is just beautiful to me and it sets you free. So I've never been scared of truth. I've never been scared to face those things. For me, the challenge in my personality and how I've just been my whole life, Has been allowing others to see that truth Mm. and standing firm in that, even when it might upset or offend others. Mm -hmm. And for me, I come from a very heavy religious background. Mm -hmm. And within that, I would always say it's not about religion for me, it's about relationship. And that's true, and it always has been. Yet I put myself in these containers that were very religious and still tried to be me. And I did my best, Mm -hmm. but something always felt off about it. Something always felt a little like I wasn't always with them on everything, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Um, and so this year, I actually took a step back from being heavily involved in those groups just as a personal decision so that I could really formulate this very strong version of myself that is authentic and who I am, that is not swayed by making other people feel comfortable, if that makes sense.
1: That makes perfect sense. So
0: I have my own relationship with God and that is authentic to me. And what's wild is I'm on this journey of truth. That's mm-hmm. all that I want. I want the truth. Mm -hmm. I'm not like trying to be something else or do something else or, you know, leave this group or it's, there's no drama. Like I'm literally just on a journey for truth. Yeah. And what's really beautiful is I feel like I've been finding the most authentic version of me and the most authentic version of my relationship with God or the divine Mm -hmm. in this journey, which is outside of all the areas and places and buildings that I'm, technically supposed to find it in, you know? Yeah. So it's been beautiful because I just gave myself the freedom to go on my own journey. And I think sometimes when we're looking for truth or answers or trying to find our way, it's very easy to get like stuck into other people's ideas or frameworks or boxes of what XYZ should look like and feel like. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of bravery and courage to say, I'm me and I'm going to go on my own path. And it looks like this for me. And I had to fight a lot of fear. I had to fight a lot of uncomfortable feelings in order to step into that. Mm -hmm. But in doing so, I truly am living such a different life that feels like the most authentic version of me.
1: It's, yeah, no, I feel it from you. And I think it's so beautiful because, you know, just kind of echoing back in my own words, what you're saying is you're really just allowing the purity of your own evolution and your consciousness to expand and let mm. it take you. Let it take you where it's supposed to take you, mm-hmm. whatever that is, you mm-hmm. know, which then also brings in the question around, you know, your relationship with self-trust, because this is mm-hmm. really, you know, like you said, it takes a lot of courage and bravery. You Absolutely. It's so valiant of you. Yeah. You have to be, you, you have to really, really lean into, I trust myself because mm-hmm. you, you re- especially coming from the history where things were really like telling, informing you mm-hmm. more so. Mm-hmm. Now you're just like naked. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I love that you mentioned the self-trust part. I feel like for a lot of my life, I was very disconnected from myself. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't even able to hear like the intuition. I wasn't able to hear that divine self in order to trust it. I just like, I was like, well, they're older and wiser, so they know better than I do. Yeah. And I would just take that for what it was worth. Um, And so going on this journey of reconnecting with myself has allowed me to trust myself because I don't trust myself that I'm going to like hit the bullseye every single time or get everything right or make every right decision. I trust myself that I'll figure it out. Even if I don't, even if I fail, even if I get bruised and bleed along the way, like I'll figure it out. And you know, a lot of decisions that I've made in my life have given me practical ways to practice this. Mm-hmm. Like in January, I rented a camper van for the first time ever by myself with my dogs <laughs> and just literally like drove off the property with this big van that I barely know how to drive. I'm like, how do you turn in this? Let's, I don't know. Let's see if I can turn and I'm turning and I'm like, oh, okay, that went well. <laughs> so you know what I mean? Like I have no idea what I'm doing sometimes, but like I'm willing to figure it out. And that trip alone, there were so many moments of even like something happening with the van. And I'm like, I have no clue. And people kept asking me, like, <laughs> well, do you know how to like, you know, do maintenance on the van and all that? And I'm like, no. And they're scared for me. And I'm like, I'll figure it out. I don't, oh, do you know gosh. how to drive in snow? Or you're going to Utah. I'm like, no, but like, I'll figure it out. And so I just gave myself all these practical ways of practicing that muscle of mm-hmm. having to figure it out. And guess what? I'm in one piece. You are. (laughs) We did it. (laughs) No, like I figured it out. You know, really,
1: yes. And you know what else I love that you you have continued to do in this process and are doing is you are really activating so much compassion, -compassion. Mm self-compassion, and I call self-compassion a high-performance tool because when we hear self-compassion, it is soft. It's you know, it's nurturing. It's Mm But I like to put the high performance piece in there because I'm like, hold on, don't get it twisted. Before you get turned away, whoever you are, because, oh, maybe it sounds too soft and fluffy. Let me fucking tell you, actually, Mm -hmm. that this is some badass shit. Yeah, This is the shit that allows you to take chances, to bet on yourself, to go all in Mm -hmm. like you're... And to say, Mm -hmm. to say, like, oops. Yeah. And not fucking hate yourself for it. And not beat yourself up. Allowing yourself to be... Like doing the oops. Yeah. Be human about it. Learn Mm -hmm. and keep it fucking moving.
0: Yes. I love that you mentioned this because I recently reframed perfection and Mm -hmm. I definitely have a perfectionist attitude. And I think I've always just wanted to be my best, but I would be hard on myself when I failed. Mm -hmm. And so now perfection to me is simply the authenticity of the moment of the present moment So full presence and full authenticity. So if full presence, me being fully present right now here, not thinking about anything else Mm -hmm. and fully allowing myself to be seen and in being my authentic self, if that leads to a mistake, a failure, a lesson learned, whatever you want to call it, then that is perfect. It's what I needed. Yeah. I don't think you can get it wrong when you're acting that way, when you're living life that way.
1: You can't. When I quote, you can't make a tr- you can't make a wrong move when you make a true move, right? Yes. And those are the only moves that come from your heart. You, mm. you know, it's it's interesting. It's like where the fuck did we? Where did we get this memo that we're supposed to come out of the womb or wherever we came out of? You. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I came out. I'm a cesarean baby, so you know. <laughs> um, but where did we get the memo that we're supposed to come out? and we're supposed to know how to do everything in perfect form at the exact fucking moment like right. where did we get but we all have carried that either a lot or at certain moments you know mm-hmm. and when you can start to move away from that and go and and do exactly what you're doing which is like <laughs> Actually, you know, you're a student of yourself, not just a student of life like that. Yes, you're absolutely a student of life, but Mm -hmm. the life part starts with you. Mm -hmm. So it's allowing yourself to be more curious than judgmental. Mm.
0: Yes. Talk about that. Oh my gosh. Well, I think we're in a world filled with a lot of judgment right now. Yes. And especially when you grow up in certain groups or ways of thinking, that judgment can kind of seep into you. I remember I found this book. Oh, Oh my gosh. What's her name? She's huge in the spiritual personal development space. Um, Anyway, she wrote a book on judgment and I don't know why I downloaded it because I was like, I'm not judgy. (laughs) And I I read it and, you know, it's a whole book on like releasing judgment from yourself, from others. Mm -hmm. And wow, I really needed that book. I didn't even realize how deeply rooted there was judgment even of myself. Yeah. Um, until I started reading and going through that, so for me, releasing judgment has just been monumental. And what it's done is, it's allowed me to have more compassion from first off myself, yeah, and secondly others, yes. like we are all on our own timelines. We are all on our own journeys. Not one is better or worse. Like someone else may need to go through a 20 year stint of prison. And I have friends that have literally done that, yeah. you know, and they came out of that. And now they're creating these beautiful brands and businesses and missions and helping so many people's lives. And that was their timeline. But exactly. if I were, you know, uh, friends with them 20 years ago and seeing them go in, there could have been a place to judge and say, wow, how could they make those decisions? or, you know, they know better than that and judge them for whatever it is that they're going through, not realizing that's the piece that they need to have that perfect piece of the puzzle in this puzzle, this beautiful picture of life, like they needed that piece in order to be what they are now. Yeah. So just really realizing that allows me to have compassion for myself and compassion for others. Yeah. And it just roots me back in love. Ugh.
1: <laughs> Which is the most powerful force in it the world. It really is. It's the, it's the omni-powerful energy. Mm. Yeah. And I think, you know, anytime that there's judgment, there's restriction, you know, you're, you're mm-hmm. not free. Yes. You know, so the more that you can continue to free yourself, and that's why I really love the idea of trading Judgment. We don't get rid of any energy. That's just not how energy works. You have to transmute it, right? Yes. To, yes. So if you could trade it for curiosity, which we all come downloaded with, but as we get older, I mean, obviously we know we have robust curiosity as kids, right? And yeah. then just life starts tearing it down and the rational mind. And, yeah. you know. And so if you can start to, you know, foster the curiosity more and have that come into place mm-hmm. where the judgment is. A, you're going to feel so much fucking better in your own self, totally. right? But then I love also that you pointed out because it is so true. Like the more that you can be compassionate with yourself, empathetic with yourself, mm. loving with yourself, you're you have the capacity mm-hmm. to put that out into the in, into the world and to you know realize others in this way as mm. well, receive others like this as well. So yeah. I mean, it's it's. You know, and and that's what's also so interesting. It's like all this, we talk a lot, it's like a lot of your self journey. Mm -hmm. But can we also point out how your self journey is actually also a deep contribution Mm -hmm. to the world? Because the higher you go, Mm -hmm. the deeper you go into this, you know, powerful, beautiful, loving, unbreakable relationship Mm -hmm. with yourself. You are, you're just a better fucking human. You're Mm -hmm. like a higher conscious, Mm -hmm. lovable, loving human. And that's affecting every single person Mm -hmm. that you meet. I mean, you're affecting everybody right now who's listening Mm -hmm. or watching this in that way, you know? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. No, don't be sorry. I love that about you so much. It makes me emotional
0: because it's powerful. And I know how much people need Love in their life and positive energy. And we say all the time, like, take care of yourself. It's, you know, the best thing you could do for yourself. It'll help others. But like, truly, when you take care of your own energy and you raise your energy and your vibration, you are raising the vibration of the entire collective. And it is beautiful and it is something that we so need. So, you know, I, speaking about energy, you know, Mm -hmm. I think it's important to talk about even like what might lower your vibration or your frequency, you know, what are the things that lower it versus what are the things that heighten it? Mm -hmm. Uh, Because sometimes we can fall into patterns of being around other individuals or environments or even music that lowers our frequency. Yeah. Like I remember um, listening to some music and it was after, you know, I'd gotten to that really low point and now mm-hmm. I'm like doing better. I'm conscious of my energy. I'm, you know, meditating and breath work and working out and protecting my space as much as possible. Mm-hmm. But I turned on some music that I hadn't listened to, um, in a long time. And I, I love all types of music from like EDM to metal, to rap, to mm-hmm. classical, to jazz. I have such a wide variety of music that I love. Yeah. Um, definitely love gangster rap because I'm from Houston. Yeah, girl. <laughs> <A leaf. laughs> um, but there was this one song that I turned on and I, and it was a little bit of a harder day, but I was in the gym and I was like, I'm just going to like, you know, kind of gym it out. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I had some dark thoughts return. But I I now had this awareness of my energetic field and and frequency, frequency even in the form of sound and music.
1: That's a very real thing. Yeah.
0: And I I noticed these dark thoughts started coming up. And I was like, what's going on? I turned the song off and it just got quiet for a second. The thoughts. Mm -hmm. And I was so hyper aware. I was like, oh my gosh, like even the frequency of this music Really matters. So, a practice that I like to do is just take inventory as much as you can, kind of remember yeah. whether that's like daily or weekly, and just kind of ask yourself, "What was my energy like after uh, that podcast that I had? Mm-hmm. What was my energy like after those friends that I hung out with? Yeah. What was my energy like after I meditated versus the morning when I was super rushed and I just got to my to do list, mm-hmm. right? Like really recognizing that because if we can cultivate a vibrant energy, yes. There's a momentum to that.
1: Yes, you're more potent. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're here to be potent. We're here to be robust. Mm-hmm. This is why even in the conversations around health, I'm like— Health, cool, yeah. But no, fuck that. Vitality. Yes. Vitality is where you get all of yes. that, right? It, health feels very big, kind of baseline. Mm-hmm. We're not trying to be baseline. No, you no know? surface level here. No surface level, <laughs> no kind of, you know, just skimming, you know, like getting away with what we can. It's like, no, the highest frequency. Mm-hmm. Because really, in, when you, it's like, what is the highest expression? Mm-hmm. You're going to be, if you're living, from and even to the evolution of your higher highest uh, self-expression, mm-hmm. then your frequency is always becoming more magnetic and mm. more potent and just stronger, yeah. you know, more powerful. Yeah.
0: And when you get around other people that are living their lives that way and prioritizing their energy, yes. you know, and really respecting and honoring their own energy, yeah. it raises
1: yours too. Did you have to, on the note of that, did you have to cut some people. <laughs> I already knew where this was going. <laughs> of course you did. Our next podcast is we just don't talk. We just look at each <laughs> other. Are you guys catching this? Like- <laughs> we're just like...
0: <laughs> I hope they're watching and With not just listening. hair whipping. Yes. Like- <laughs> <Just> like- <laughs>
1: Um, Yeah, well, so for those who can't read our minds, um, yeah. but did you have to, what did you have to say goodbye and no to, to Mm -hmm. really level yourself up into this state of evolution and authenticity and allowance of your full self?
0: I had to start to just protect and honor my own energy in the form of even allowing people access to me. And allowing myself to say no to anything and everything that didn't feel like a full fuck yes resonation. Like it needed to resonate at the deepest level in order for me to say yes to it. So I would even personally like kind of uh, feel like I should say yes or want to say yes. And I was like, hold on, check in with yourself. Is this like a full fuck? Yes. I'm so sorry. No, don't worry about I it. I thought that, that was on a uh, do not disturb. We're all right. It is on do not disturb. How does that <laughs> happen? <laughs> um, so I had to really check in with myself and ask if it was like fully resonating with me. And if it wasn't, I said no. And then the next best thing I did was actually put my phone on do not disturb. <laughs> Where nothing can come through except for, apparently, an alarm uh, to give—I'm turning it off—to give uh, your baby some medicine. So, oh, oh, yeah. I so, saw the list of alarms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's real. Yeah, my dog just had surgery, for anyone listening, oh. so I have alarms to give him medicine, and that was one of them. But um, phone's off now. Do not disturb is the best thing you could do on your phone, though, because no one can call you. (laughs) I agree. I love that And then you get to choose when you open your phone and you get to now respond to everything from the day. So I just created more boundaries in general Mm -hmm. around uh, people, situations, groups. And if it didn't feel like a full fuck yes, I wasn't there.
1: What are are, are a couple of non-negotiables that you have, if you have any, like on a day-to-day basis? Mm. Um... Like just some things that you like. I'll just for me non negotiable my morning ritual, mm. and you know I can I'll, I'll alter the time if I need to, but yeah, I always like to give myself ninety minutes to just go inward and mm. do my journaling, my meditation, talk with my muse, breath with all the things, read. Mm. What are what are some of yours if you have any?
0: Yeah, for me, and it changes based on the season that I'm in. So mm-hmm. I think if you were to ask me, like even six months ago compared to now, it would be very different. Mm-hmm. I'm on the road right now. So I'm in a different state every four days or so. Yeah, (laughs) you are. So it's a lot of moving around and my sleep schedule is not always super consistent. So my sleep is priority. I need to get my Mm. sleep. So sometimes I'm waking up later and then I'll have an appointment So what I've learned to do is have daily ingredients that make my life like the best, most amazing version of my life. And it's okay whenever I get those ingredients in. Now, for me in the morning, even if it's like wake up five minutes of movement of some sort, usually stretching, I used to not stretch at all. And I don't know if it's just like, as soon as you get over 30, you're like, yeah, I need to stretch now. (laughs) But uh, it feels amazing because I'm so much more in tune with my body that when something's tight, I'm not just stretching and complaining about it like I didn't my twenties, <laughs> I'm stretching and I'm like sending that area love. And I'm saying, I'm breathing into it. And I'm saying, mm-hmm. you can release that now. Like, thank mm-hmm. you. And it does. And it feels so good when my body just has that physical release of stress or tension or yeah. muscle buildup, whatever it might be. Yeah. So stretching and then reading. I love to read something to just inspire my, my brain and my thoughts. And then just some form of writing, whether it's journaling or it's writing out my intention for the day. Mm-hmm. Or um if I need to get something off my mind. Sometimes my dreams go crazy. Mm-hmm. Like my unconscious had a field day the other day. Oh dreams. really? Oh yeah. I went through like four of my deepest fears in my dreams. Oh wow. Which is wild because the day before I had asked, What are the fears? What are they? What are the things that are holding me back? And then I had four of them in a row. Yeah. I was tired. When so I woke out. up, I was like sweating. <laughs> I was like, okay, glad we just- You're in the octagon all night, (laughs) literally. (laughs) (laughs) But I was thankful because I got the answers that I needed and that allowed me to go in and do the deep inner work. You know, my dreams are a a space of healing for me, which has been fun if I remember to get up and journal about it and actually work through it.
1: (laughs) That's amazing. Well, yeah, your subconscious is talking to you. And I mean, it sounds Mm -hmm. like you have a good connection, which is so great because that's how- I mean, that's where you want to, you want that relationship to reprogram a program that's not serving you. Mm -hmm. You want that relationship to be strong, to help you visualize Mm -hmm. some of the things that you would like to manifest in your life, which Mm -hmm. I know are already unfolding for you, which is so exciting.
0: (laughs) Yes. It's crazy that, you know, you were mentioning the manifesting earlier and Mm -hmm. how having is evidence of wanting. And when I think about this time last year, like literally I could probably find some screenshots on my phone right now of my, let me set the scene. Yeah. I'm living in Texas at the time. I'm in a four-bedroom, four-bath house by myself. It's beautiful. I have a gym, a sauna. I have a whole setup. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It's like what anyone would want in my position. And after a 14-hour work day, I'm on the couch and I'm looking at reels of camper vans. And I'm just imagining, I'm like, man, I wish that I could do that. Or I wish that I had somebody that would want to do that with me.
1: Yeah.
0: And I would just look at these beautiful scenes and I would like, it's almost like I was just like dreaming of this, but feeling like it couldn't be a reality for X, Y, and Z reasons. Mm-hmm. Little did I know that was my higher self being like, hey, I want to show you something. It wasn't just like a desire. Yeah. I think sometimes we really deny good desires that we have inside and think that it's just like this like playful dreaming and it can be. But I also think that 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 playful dreaming is a space and an opportunity for you to see Part of your future self. Fuck yeah! Like those desires are not for no That's reason. It's a fucking calling. It's a calling. It is. Mm-hmm. It's a, literally, it's like the phone's ringing and it's like, hey, you know, will you pick up the phone? <laughs> I just had one of those. I love it. Yeah. yeah. And now fast forward to now, I just put down a deposit for a camper van. It's so exciting, girl. After uh-huh. going on that camper van trip in January and realizing that I yes. loved it and it fulfilled me in such a beautiful way. I was so scared, by the way. Let's talk about that. Yeah. I was terrified. It's not like I was like, yeah, I'm just going to go do this eventually that's the point that I got to, but I was scared. I was like, I don't know if I can do this. I actually don't know if I'll like it. What if I hate it? Like you're in this small area. It's me and the dogs. What if I do it? And I hate it. And my friend was like, you're literally in a van, like a car. You could just drive to my house and like, it's fine. Well, cause
1: you also, it's important to say like you gave up home. Like you, Oh yeah. yeah, that's <laughs> an
0: important piece. Everything's in storage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, my, my, you know, I, I just, decide. I was like, you know what? I'm willing to fuck around and find out. Let's just send it and see what happens. And if I hate it, I hate it. I'll figure it out.
1: Can you make a (laughs) t-shirt?
0: I think I'm going to have to because like, it's such a freeing statement when you can really embody that. Like, you know what? I'm going to fuck around and find out for myself. It's a freeing way to live your life. Yes. Because then you get to go experience and you rely on your experiences. Not that they're all going to be perfect and you're going to hit the mark and They're going to be exactly what they're meant to be for your person. You're going to learn. You're going to grow. You're going to use it to make you
1: better and wiser, even if it's a hard lesson to learn. Yeah, and I think, you know, because you're really living into the idea that it's less about the outcome and it's more about who you become along the way. Yes. (laughs)
0: Okay. And I love that you say this so much because this relates to like the van life or being on the road. Right now I'm on the road doing a traveling podcast tour. I just don't have the van, but I literally made a post about this, uh, just a little Instagram story because here I am driving from Vegas to Arizona and I am stoked not to get to Arizona because I'm in the car on the journey. And because I'm looking and there's beautiful mountains and the way that the sun is hitting the mountain this way, and then I see water and I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to be able to pull over. And I find a place to pull over and I get out with the dogs and we're taking this beautiful image of just like water and mountains and the sun setting. And. Magic. Like it is beautiful and it lights up my soul. Mm. And so there I am. And I'm like, this is just such a good reflection of how I'm living my life right now. Mm. It's not even about the destination. Mm. It's not even, I'm stoked. Like when I get there, that's going to be dope. Yeah. I'm going to enjoy that. I'm going to have a great time. There's probably lessons and beautiful moments there for me, but it's the journey. It's like the present moment is. Mm -hmm. Everything it's beautiful, and so I'm really relishing in the present moment. And I know that being present is my favorite thing to do. It's
1: literally my favorite. Oh yeah, I mean, it's like I mean, I think we all just like got high from it. <laughs> from
0: your- <laughs> oh, we all just got you just high micro-dosed from,
1: it. from us with like the presence, like because I just saw all the visuals, and mm. but that is, I mean, that's like the juiciest moment in life mm. because you are, you're, it, it is again, it's like another. It's like the concert. For me, yes, the view, full circle.
0: It's well, the same, fucking concert, and I, I didn't tell you. I don't actually don't know if I told you off camera, but I went to one of my favorite artists ever, Odessa. Um, oh no! A couple of weeks ago, so your oh, whole and I was front row. So like, yeah, duh. <laughs> <laughs> so like, your whole experience. I'm like, uh huh. I literally know exactly what that oh. feels like. And one thing I think maybe in particular for us, we're both like very energetically sensitive. Mm-hmm. For me, I had never been front row, front row where there's no one in front of me. Me, no one else's energy in front of me. So I was able to fully just receive everything that they were like sharing and putting down. So it was like just
1: for you. Yes. yes. And there
0: was even this one song and it's this version of you by Odessa. If anyone wants to look it up, highly recommend. And the visuals that they had to go along with it was like this person coming up to this mirror meeting. That version of themselves, like for the first time ever, going all in on the authentic expression of who they truly are. A week after, I just looked in the mirror and met myself for what felt like the first time.
1: Okay, well, so that (laughs) that's so powerful and so beautiful. And you know, when you talked about the mirror the first time, I just kind of sat with this inside because I'm just inside. I'm like, well, we could talk about this after. But now that you brought it up again, I have to insert this. So. I'm going to just say this really quick to breeze through it but just it's really more of a share with you or okay. to whoever hasn't heard this yet but you know my listeners have heard me talk about the woman in the mirror. Okay. The woman in the mirror is so years I don't remember how many years ago I'd have to look back at my journals but it was it was a long time ago at this point. Um this is where I met my future self. So it started with the uh it started journaling I started journaling like my future self because mm-hmm. I understood that the life that I envision living, like the reality that I want to live was not going to make me who I am. Mm. It's this woman that I am and that I become Mm. that curates my reality. Mm. So I had to get really clear on who is this woman Mm -hmm. and not from this, just this like, certainly not from a status place, from more of a Mm. character place, Mm -hmm. from that self-identity, self-concept place that we were Mm -hmm. talking about earlier, right? So this is, you know, journaling, journaling, journaling details, like, and having so much fun because as a writer, I can just like, oh, you know, I'm really... Yes. <laughs> but then I started to take, I take this um, vision of her into my meditation, right? Or like the concept of her. And it's so interesting to say it out loud, but then one day, one day, um, I was imagining this home, this future home, and um, I'm in the master uh, bedroom mm-hmm. and master bathroom, and there's future Roxy, and it's this, it's me, it's but it's so interesting, Emily, because she, so I have several names for her, so mm-hmm. future self, um, my muse, mm-hmm. woman in the mirror, should my ride or die, yes, she's also she's my highest self though, mm-hmm. so she is me, but yet there's an energy off of her mm-hmm. that. I don't feel separate from, mm-hmm. but it does feel like an expanded expression mm-hmm. of myself. Mm-hmm. And why I appreciate this, especially now all these years later, I mean, she's so stoic. I I know at, there are so many moments in my life on a day-to-day basis, especially specifically like when I feel challenged mm-hmm. because I'm so deeply in a relationship, not only with her and who she is and what she's about, but actually in a relationship with her, like she's my fucking teammate, Mm. you know? But there are so many times where, let's just say I'm triggered by something. I'm, you know, challenged by something. I'm, you know, harmony is set off. I immediately think about like, well, what would she do in this moment? Mm. And it puts me in the fucking power seat Mm -hmm. because because I'm so clear on it. She's so stoic. She's so composed, equanimity. Like these are high qualities that just, you know, I feel so powerfully from her. Um, but I just, I had to share that. It's, there's so much more. That's beautiful. Oh my gosh. It's really special, mm-hmm. you know, and I wanted the name of one of my books to be the woman in the mirror, but that name oh. is taken. But, um, What it, about the muse in the mirror? Well, I actually, so one of the titles that, <laughs> stop, <laughs> becoming your muse. Oh, I, I love own that. that. I love so that, that will be a book. So you heard it here first, but yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, that, and it's all about, you know, the, you know, creating this relationship with your highest self. You know, mm. for me, future self is not just you a year from now, you five years from now. It's the highest version of you mm. that's always in front of you for a reason, mm. because she, like she's your North Star. Mm-hmm. You know, she's the fucking blueprint. That's why the name of my journal is You Are the Path. I love that so you know, much. Yeah. And I can imagine, I don't know
0: why like the the listeners were coming into my mind just now of what they may be thinking or feeling. Maybe they're my listeners because your listeners are used to you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, totally- they, they know you, they know your lingo. Um, and so I'm just thinking of people who are trying to understand this concept yeah. of having a relationship with that version of yourself. Mm-hmm. And I'm imagining even like maybe my old self who had no concept of this would just think like, yeah like I got like me thinking about like the the Ava, the avatar version of me like yeah. this Emily like you know she's cool I approve of her you know whatever No 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 there is like such depth to what's inside in depth, in wisdom, in divinity, and clarity. That's why when you ask, like, "What would she do? What would mm-hmm. that highest version, that most expansive version of myself do?" The clarity comes right away because she's literally always there. Yeah. So I just encourage anyone that maybe has trouble to understand the concept a little bit to get still and get present and maybe practice some of these practices. There's a lot of different things you can do. It doesn't have to look one way, Mm -mm. but get into these moments of stillness and start asking questions of the divine being that is within, because when you start listening, you will get your answers. I love that.
1: Thank you. You're so good. Okay, well, listen, you and I, I so much more to come. Like, yes, is, like, yes. <laughs> we have so <laughs> many more conversations to have. I'd love to just close out this. Well, before I even get to the last question, is there anything that we haven't talked about that you would like to live in this beautiful, magnetic conversation?
0: I would like to share that I have retreats coming up. Yes. Um. So I'm a podcast host. Check me out on the podcast, Evolve with Emily show. I'm a retreat host And one of my favorite things in the world is creating a safe, loving container for people to come and be the authentic version of themselves while connecting to themselves, to their divine, to each other and creating community, fun, laughter, playfulness. It's one of my favorite things in the world is to like, bring people together and allow them to feel loved for exactly who they are today, even if they never changed. So I welcome anyone that might be interested to come to a retreat or check out the podcast. Um, definitely. So good. Yeah, check I out love the podcast. multiple spaces there for yes. you to join and be a part of just the message and everything that I'm doing too.
1: You. Oh, well, yes. I'll make sure all that's in the show notes. And the question I was going to ask you actually was, what are you excited about? What's coming up? So you... <laughs> Of course. <laughs> well, so I'm gonna end it on one more question okay, though. Okay. Um, and this will be a fun one to ask you when we do it again, just to see if like it changed. And not that it's ever gonna be one thing, I think, especially with us Geminis. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but if you had a spirit animal at this time, <laughs> on this day, yeah. Because be Yeah. what's your spirit animal? Mine has
0: always been the butterfly. Oh. It's the ultimate vision of transformation. It's my brand logo. And what's amazing is the blue monarch butterfly is on your journal. (laughs) So when you handed it to me, I was like, this is the most aligned shit I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, It's just i encourage people if they're not too familiar with the butterfly to really look into it because it's such a beautiful depiction of life and the things that we go through in life in the process of growing and of evolving and of becoming that highest most expanded version of yourself like you sometimes are going to go through the darkness you're going to go through that cocoon stage where you're going to feel isolated alone it's going to be dark you're not even going to know if there is something on the other side of that and then eventually you're going to feel and see a little bit of light and that little bit of light all of a sudden is just going to spring forth and what comes as a result of you being willing to face the darkness head on is going to be the most beautiful version of you that you have ever met in your life and you're going to get to such a place of deep reverence and love and respect and just honor for yourself and when you show up in
1: the world in that way there's nothing you can't do. I've got nothing more to say except your fucking poetry emotion, and I love you. Thank you. That means so much coming from a writer. (laughs) I love you. Your Instagram, everything, website, retreats, podcasts, throwing it all in the show notes. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'm so, so grateful that we have bridged the gap Mm -hmm. and really just, like, because I know that this is, now it's like, this shit is on. This is a thing, Yeah.
0: (laughs) We're an item, everyone. (laughs) Okay, not like that.
1: (laughs) Uh,
0: All right. I love you. I love you. you Thank you so much much for having me on. Until the
1: next to be continued. Yes. (laughs) Okay. This is not over. No. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode, you guys. If you loved it, please share it on your social. Throw it up on your Instagram stories and tag me. I'm at Black Belt Beauty. I am also at Roxy Look. R-O-X-Y-L-O-O-K. I love connecting with you guys. This is a conversation that I want to just continue growing with you guys. So if you feel inspired,